Welcome to the Body Hotline Podcast, a call-in show where I answer your questions about movement, exercise, and pain. I'm Hannah Kyle, and I've worked with moving bodies for almost 15 years as a massage therapist, integrated movement therapist, and personal trainer. I'm taking your calls and giving you the best advice I've got in my toolbox. Disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, so see your medical professional with any unresolved issues. You can leave me a message at 707-656-BODY. That's 707-656-2639, and I'll answer you on an upcoming episode. Now let's hear from today's caller. Hi, Hannah Kyle. Thanks for the opportunity. This is Nikki. Um, Okay, relevant information is that I am a regular biker and walker and particularly trying to increase my walking and running. Um, I have a lot of uh, kind of just general tightness um, in the muscles that you use a lot for biking in particular. Um, And then I also have some, you know, more significant pain in my hip that flares up particularly from running and I have an injury in my shoulder. So the question is about um, how to balance out heat, stretching, and ice, um, both for the general tight muscles and the more acute pain. Um, so should I stretch before a run or after a run? Should I use heat before I stretch or after ice? Um, how to balance out all of those things in order to uh, reduce my pain and be able to continue that the, the level of activity that I have um, okay, I think that's it. Hi, Nikki. Let's talk about balancing everything. Well, there's a lot of nuance here, balancing heat, ice, and stretching. And honestly, I think that balance is an ongoing practice and exploration and that there's no one answer for everyone. There might not even be one answer for one person. It's kind of like a moving target, but once you find what works for you, you can really lean into that. And let me start with this important public service announcement. Okay, here goes. Use ice in a very limited way. Only use ice if you want to freeze your shit. I mean, freeze your tissues. I like to explain it this way. Ice literally stops life. Stops our blood from flowing. You know, we're meat, and you freeze meat when you want it to stop aging. It's kind of funny to think of us that way, but it's the same. So only use ice when you want to do that. You may have heard about people spending time in ice baths and that kind of thing. And that is a specific athletic application to be used minimally without expert supervision, in my opinion. So that's my take on ice. If you want to play with ice, you could check out Andrew Huberman and his podcast, Huberman Lab, and his Instagram of the same name. He talks about how to get started with ice. So on the other hand, heat brings life to our tissues. Literally, you are cold and you warm up and you feel more alive. Heat increases our circulation, especially where it gets stuck in tight areas. And with increased circulation brings blood and all the nutrients that the blood carries to the site that you want to heal or at least bring life to. There are many, many ways to introduce heat, and you're already doing a bunch of them. Moving your body so you generate heat or sweat is always available. Riding your bike will especially warm up your lower body. That's why people often use it as a warm-up at the gym. 
going for a jog, going for a walk. Jumping rope is a fun one. <laughs> you got to want to jump though. So hopefully you'll notice that when your body is warm, your tissues are more pliable and more supple and more likely to stretch readily. So the best time to stretch is after you've warmed up a little. I really got to tip my hat to hot summer weather. It's August right now um, because it keeps us more ready for action than in the winter. So contrast bathing is when you get an area really hot and then you get it cold and then you get it hot and then you get it cold. <laughs> Hence the contrast. Um, so you might like have a heating pad or a bathtub or you might soak your feet in a bucket of hot water and then soak them in cold water and then go back and forth. The goal of contrast bathing is to increase your circulation and really, really maximize it. So sometimes that invokes a lot of healing. It's something to try. Now, when it comes to stretching, you want to stretch when you're warm. You don't want stretching to come as a surprise to your tissues. So be kind and move in slowly as you begin to stretch. And then your nervous system will be more inclined to maintain that new length that you've created. See, the way that our nervous system works with our muscles is that we contract and we contract and we contract and we don't do as much relaxing and expanding and lengthening. So adding in some relaxation and opportunities for expansion into the stretching time to counterbalance the contraction of all the activities you do will serve you well. And that might mean using a tennis ball to loosen up a tight area or simply laying down and breathing in a position that's comfortable for you. The more we relax, the more our body can integrate the requests that we are making of it, whether it's longer muscles or more relaxed areas or stronger muscles for that matter. So make sure you're resting as much as you are getting out there and enjoying life. <laughs> Thanks for leaving me this message. Feel free to leave me a message again if you have more questions. That's all for today's episode. Leave me a message on the Body Hotline at 707-656-BODY, 707-656-2639, and I'll answer you on an upcoming episode. You can also find me on Instagram at Hannah Kyle and at the Body Hotline. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.